0: Hey, friends. Okay, so before we dive into this podcast episode, I just want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up. Um, While doing this podcast episode, I'm pretty sure my washer and my dryer and my fridge and I don't even know what else um, is singing to me. You're going to hear Nicholas. You're going to hear the TV from Nick. I mean, just all the things. So just so you guys forewarningly know, I, I mean, it's, I think, yeah, it's still going on right now. You're going to hear him giggle here in a second. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. Um, even in this imperfect messiness, um, we are doing the things, we're making things happen, and we're going to be sharing some amazing, amazing content with you guys. One other last note, just so you guys are completely aware, most of my episodes are usually usually pretty family friendly. Um, my friend Rachel has a little bit of colorful language and I love her here for it. So just as a heads up, um, just so you guys know, I will be marking this episode for you as well too. Um, but before we press play on this episode, just wanted to
1: give you guys a heads up.
0: So, all right, we're going to go ahead and dive on into this episode again. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And all right, let's go ahead and press play. Oh my gosh, guys. I am seriously so incredibly excited to have my friend Rachel here on the podcast. Let me tell you a really quick story uh, before we dive into this. So I had a best friend in college and her name was Rachel and she spelled it the same way because I was like, okay, like how do you spell Rachel? Do you spell it like Rachel Hollis, which is R-A-C-H-E-L. And I was like, "Mm." no, Rachel in college, who is like, just amazing and phenomenal is r-a-c-h-a-e-l and so is this one so guys i was just like totally and completely inspired i actually met her in a random facebook group and she did an audit and i'm pretty sure on my facebook group if i remember correctly mm-hmm. or my facebook page something of that nature she's nodding her head she's like yes that's exactly what i <laughs> um and I'm just so excited to have her on the podcast today to share about all things Facebook group she has been such a phenomenal resource for me and so that's why I'm bringing her on today so Rachel thank you so much for being here I'm so excited you are here and you spell your name with an a and an e and not just an e
1: (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for having me Ashley yes I am Rachel with an a the extra a is for awesome (laughs) yes hundred percent oh my gosh
0: okay so Please give us a very more so clean idea of what it is that you do and who do you serve?
1: Right. So I help entrepreneurs bring out their inner rock star. Mm. And what this looks like is I help them create bomb Facebook groups. So it's about Facebook groups, but not because it's really (laughs) about, it's really about showing up. We were just talking about this, like showing up and owning it you know, being your rock star self, and that's what draws people to you, and so you do this with email marketing. I think there's a lot of uh, parallels between our, my approach to Facebook groups and your approach to, to email marketing. It's about being that rock star and surrounding yourself with your true fans so that you can impact their lives, you can help make their lives better, and you can sell more of your stuff
0: exactly oh my gosh and let me tell you guys so just to give you a little bit of background i actually started my very first facebook group oh my gosh like four years ago and i feel like i have been through the pie with facebook groups and until i met rachel i was like holy guac this makes way more sense and like and let me tell you i think one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is by not starting soon enough they're just like hmm one day I'll do this. So let's, let's kind of dive into like, what is your like philosophy in terms of with being able to use a Facebook group to get clients? Like, is it about going in and just like selling every single day and just posting all about sales? Like, what does that actually look like for a healthy group and how can you really utilize it to gain clients?
1: Right. So you can learn how to do content marketing mm-hmm. and, and this is important, right? When you're an online entrepreneur, but the way I see it is if you're on Facebook, you're on LinkedIn, you're on Instagram, whatever, wherever you are on your personal profile, it's like shouting into the abyss. <laughs> it's like walking <laughs> out into a really busy street or like you're in a crowd at a festival, right? And you're just standing there and all these people are walking by and they're busy with their lives and they're headed to this stage over there or the... Porta potties over there. They're, they're busy. They're on a mission. They're doing something, and you're like, "Hey, pay attention to me and the thing I'm selling." <laughs> that's what I. That, that's what Twitter makes me feel like, honestly. But, yep. um, but you know, wherever you are on social media, cultivating and you you want to be cultivating an audience, and not just not just in a in a unidirectional kind of way. It's like you need feedback. From the people that you're speaking with and also the real impact comes from getting them to talk with each other so this Mm. is the concept of building a tribe and so the best way to keep your ideal clients close where they can vibe with you and they can hang out with people who are similar to them i just think a facebook group is the most powerful um option that that's available because there's other ways to build groups online yeah LinkedIn groups and there's Slack channels and there's Discord and there's, there's lots of options. I just happen to like Facebook groups because most people are on Facebook, at least the people that, you know, I'm working with are on Facebook. Um, and the groups are just so, so, so functional yeah. and you've got Facebook fa- Facebook's blah, Facebook's algorithm <laughs> working in your favor. Um, mm. right. So that's kind of another piece of it that we can talk about. So, so point being, um, when you're building your brand and you're building your authority and you're building the no like, and trust, and even when you're trying to repel people also, cause that's kind of the, the flip side, the best way to do that is to just get people in, into your party. It's like you're throwing a house party, right? And you want all your best friends to come and maybe you know them from like different pockets of your life right? Like you've got your work friends and your school friends and like your old friends from like back in the day and like you want them all to come together for a common purpose and chill out and have a great time and like, you know, enjoy being in your space. So the party is about them, but they're in your space. So that's how I envision. By the way, my background (laughs) is I was a DJ. So like I really look at Facebook groups as like this way. It's like how I looked at building a dance floor or building a party or getting people into the club where I was performing at. It's like, what's going to attract people here and get them to stay here? And a lot of it is serving up what they consciously know that they want, right? They, somebody goes to the club and they're like, I consciously know that I want to hear Drake right now. And you're like, okay. I will play Drake for you. (laughs) Right? Right? Exactly. I know that you want this. You know that you want this. So here you go. Here you go. Here it is on a silver platter. Here you go. But then you're like vibing out and you're chilling and they're comfortable and they're getting loose. And then you can dig a little bit deeper and get into what you know that they need before that they know that they need it Mm -hmm. kind of thing where you can get like dig in there and be like you guys need a tribe called quest right now you don't know that you need a tribe called you didn't come to the club for that but I know that you need it and now I'm gonna give it to you so I don't know that I'm answering your question exactly I'm kind of just rambling now so please feel free to ring me in Yes, 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 of course. Okay, girl. No,
0: that was really good. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing as well, too, is that, like, I love how you mentioned earlier about what, like, building a tribe is really about going through the process of taking one group member and allowing them to be friends with another group member and building those connections and things like that. Because I know even just within your Facebook group, that's been a huge thing. Like, I've made so many friends and connections just by interacting in your group. And I feel like that is something that your group sets apart from just about any other Facebook groups I'm part of, is that every Everybody is kind of like, it's like a big happy family coming all together for that main goal of understanding and learning Facebook groups. So how do you curate
1: that kind of environment inside mm-hmm. of your Facebook group? Well, so first of all, I want to say that that was completely intentional. I absolutely did that on purpose. Um, this is the concept of tribes and Seth Godin has a really fabulous book called Tribes where this is a big piece of it. And, and, um, What happens is when we are in helping, in the helping capacity, as many of us are, we're all helping so-and-so accomplish so-and-so, it's like our golden sentence thing, right? Yeah. Often help people with stuff that they're not comfortable talking about openly and that's why mm. we struggle with engagement sometimes and then people will say like oh don't worry about engagement it's just van- vanity metrics and it doesn't matter and I'm calling bullshit on that and it's not like you need like all the engagement in the world and it's true like some of the lower engagement producing posts are the ones that get you know leads in your inbox like your call to action yeah in your social, so people don't necessarily respond in droves to those like they do with like, um, strategic vulnerability. Like, of course people, you know, but we do need to be playing the engagement game because we yeah. want to be talking with our ideal clients. Like mm-hmm. this is all for not, if we're not like not having conversations with people. And so how do we overcome the gap where it's like, well, um, if you help women in tech negotiate pay raises and you are posting on LinkedIn, do you really think your ideal client is going to engage with you publicly when their employer or their their coworkers can see them talking about negotiating for a pay raise, like, no, that's not going to happen, so where can you create an environment that people will open up, because it's in those emotional and vulnerable spaces, shout out to Brene Brown, where people are going to be more willing to get, they're going to, you're going to move the needle closer to them buying from you, right, so it's, the group environment is perfect for this, and so you've got to be intentional about linking all, like, bonding your group members together, so how, How do you do this? And I ask a lot of questions. Really, like it's just the questions that drive everything because questions create engagement. It gets people to open up. And then if you create these open-ended questions, you know there's patterns in human behavior, and people will see themselves and other people, and they'll want to support each other most of the time. And you know they'll they'll want to connect with each other. And then you, I kind of like lean into. Um, you know, feeling like, okay, people probably want to share their offers right now. You know, like, I I don't know that those kinds of posts, like, people get a lot of sales out of it necessarily, the kind where it's like, what's your offer right now? But, you know, I I try to give them what they want, because I know people like it, and then people can see, like, people people can see the range, you know, I think that's the strength of those kinds of posts. People can see the range of what is all happening out there. So we don't feel so alone. Like being an entrepreneur, can be so lonely sometimes. And so we, have some, yeah, so we have, especially if like your family doesn't understand you or your friends don't understand you. So you have to, you need business buddies and then it's like, well, do I open up? Do I admit to like having a crappy launch or like I don't have that many clients yet or wherever you are in your process. So creating that safe environment, especially for entrepreneurs who experience loneliness, and like, you know, the quiet shame of like, things not working. Um, So allowing people to just like see the the range of possibilities, so they can be like, oh, okay, like I, I fall here on the spectrum, and I'm totally normal. And like, you know, I can give advice to this person here, and I can ask for advice for this person here. So it's all, it's, it's intentionally created through asking open-ended questions, and also, I would also add to that, I don't make a really big deal out of the rules of the group, and I think this sort of, like, subliminally contributes to the environment that, that I'm cultivating there, where, like, I implicitly trust my members, and if (sighs) somebody, if somebody's like causing a problem, which is few and far between, and I wouldn't even say they're causing a problem, but I think that we're conditioned to behave in a certain way in entrepreneur groups because it runs unchecked or people don't like owners maybe don't want to confront people or it's so big that it's like virtually impossible for them to confront people. But I just talk to people like if somebody's being spammy because that's, you know, what it is you know because i'm in all of these groups so if somebody comes along and i see them they post it in my group and like five other groups the same thing where they haven't really given any value it's just like their promotional post i will message them and be like hey you know i don't like to make the big deal out of the group rules but you know it. our group works best when we like maintain this you know our unique culture here i'm just going to ask you to not post the same thing in my group. It's spam, but you know, I, I, it's a teachable moment, you know? And, um, so yeah, so, so I'm cultivating this culture intentionally. Like from the moment you walk in the door, like with the three questions that I'm asking you when you come in, I'm not making a big deal out of the rules. The description is about, you know, who the group is for. It's not like This space is blah, and we behave like blah, and the rules are this, and do you agree? I just, I'm like, really not, I don't think, that's not my favorite approach. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, so when you like, when you implicitly trust people, they are going to behave better
0: it's kind of like a no-brainer, right? It's like, well, duh. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, I feel like even when you think about, like, in school, when you're, like, given certain rules, it's like, man, these were meant to be break, right? Like, we yeah, are yeah. meant to break them, right? Yeah. So, I, I love your approach in terms of with Facebook groups. And as we kind of like wrap around on through, because like, this has been like totally phenomenal. I'm so excited um, for everyone to hear this. Cause like, this is so needed, especially with like the rules and being able to trust your members and focus on giving them like a bigger, um, how do I want to say it? Like a bigger opportunity to like show up without fear. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think this is so incredibly important. So I know this is a free download of yours and I'm hoping you're going to share all the things about this here in a second, (laughs) but I know one of the things that you have is, um, you actually share the top 10 performing posts in your group, like the ones that just kind of blew out of the water. Um, Mm -hmm. so do you mind picking one of those and like sharing what one of those are here on the podcast?
1: Yeah, let me oh, let me pull that up. But yeah, if you get on my mailing list, wink wink, <laughs> you can get a copy of of my top 10 uh best performing posts. Oh, you put me on the spot here, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're
0: pulling that up, yes. um, I'll I'll definitely bridge the gap here. So the biggest thing that I would say with Facebook groups is for me personally, I have been able to grow my group, ex- or not my group, but my email list exponentially based off of my group. And yes. so by using those top three questions and using it, uh, for me, I use it as a way to A, get an email address which is so incredibly important Um, but then I also field it for market research so for me I have a question that asks like what are you currently struggling with or like what do you want to achieve with email marketing Um, Mm -hmm. that allows me to get topic ideas for posts and lives and understand like oh my gosh the last six people who came in are all struggling with knowing how to write sales copy okay cool I know I'm gonna go through the process of addressing that and then the Mm -hmm. other thing is too is that like I also have and this may just be me is I have a question based off of like like, are you a beginner? Like, cause I find, I get so many beginners like with email mm. marketing and I want to know who is a beginner and who isn't. Um, so that way I can kind of target content specifically for them. And so for me, it's really about using those questions to be able to not only grow my email list, but to understand my audience on a deeper level and not wasting one of the questions on, do you agree to the rules? Because like,
1: exactly. Really?
0: <laughs> really? Like why, why are we waste. doing that?
1: Such a waste. Yes, exactly. And you can ask those questions in a poll as well. If you wanted to switch up your questions, I have one where I'm asking permission to DM people basically like, do you you want me to get in touch with you right now? (laughs) You know, and then, um, and this is what I recommend to, to people I work with is to use the poll and make it an announcement, pin it to the top and ask people, what do you want to learn here? And here's the Jedi mind trick. The words you use to talk about your topics are not always the same words that your group members use. So you include in your poll the same thing phrased a couple of different ways. For example, I have um, a new client who is um, like an SEO expert. And so we made a poll and we asked, do you want to learn about SEO? We asked a bunch of things, but the most important ones for this story are, do you wanna learn about SEO? or you wanna learn about ranking on Google? It's the same thing, but people voted for ranking on Google like twice as much as they voted for SEO, right? So this is really important for her to know because she could write, she could A-B split test this, the same exact post, but one that uses the words SEO and the other one says ranking on Google. And I guarantee you the one that says ranking on Google is gonna perform better in her group.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so incredibly important as well too, because as you go through that, you have to use what they're thinking in their language and you can educate them to bridge that gap. But I think the biggest thing is, is like being able to actually be like, Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, you know, this is what you're looking for. Here's what I'm going to be able to provide you with that. So yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Let's dive into one of those posts. You can pick any of them. They're all amazing.
1: So like currently the top performing posts are, well, who wants to go live this weekend to introduce yourself and your business to the group? So I do these live video challenges from time to time called Live Video Palooza, because it's a festival. And um, I think this one really shows how how important it is to share your platform. You know, I built this platform, I made this stage, now you guys get on it. Here's a microphone, here's the spotlight. And 20 people went live. Um, And so, you know, I think, I think the want, the, like the wanting is what's most important here, just like in, in analyzing this post is, I think that it's important because, you know, groups will have rules about, um, what you can and cannot post. And like, yeah, I, I sort of do too. In that I don't want people to spam my group. I want to maintain a unique culture in there, but I'm not saying don't post, you know, and I don't. I don't have to moderate the group like that. You know, I don't, I don't have to approve. I'm not in a place where I feel that I ought to be approving posts now, you know, it's like, it's manageable for just me. Um, so I think it's, I think it's really important to look at, like, look at your group as a platform that you've created for your members to take advantage of. And like kind of taking that even further, I want my group members to talk about their businesses and I want them to talk about their Facebook groups. And I want people from my group to buy from them. And I want them to join each other's Facebook groups. Like it doesn't take money out of my pocket. If people in my group buy from each other, it doesn't bother me. And I think it's utterly stupid. I'm just going to (laughs) say it. Like I think it's really, I think it's really, really dumb for other groups to like not allow people to talk about their groups when obviously a Facebook group is a major asset in your business these days. So if you've got a group for entrepreneurs and you tell them you can't talk about your Facebook group here, I think that's really, really, really stupid. So don't do that. And then I want to talk about this other top performing post. What's your unpopular opinion about your industry? which I thought was really, really interesting. I really, I didn't know what to expect with that one. And for that, um, later in the day, I followed it up with a pop-up challenge post. And I told everyone to create a public post using your unpopular opinion. (sighs) Saw that, that was so good. And did. And, And so my approach to teaching is I would rather just give people micro assignments and then explain later, you know? Yep, 100%. I, I, um, before the whole DJ thing, I founded a nonprofit, pay pay-what-you-want bicycle repair shop in Atlanta where I lived, um, where I went to college and grad school and stuff. So our teaching philosophy in this bicycle shop was you don't take tools out of people's hands, right? And if you've got two, like you're repairing brakes, there's two of them, or there's like two halves to it, right? So you could show somebody on one or one side and say, here's a wrench, go you know, try. Because what's the worst that could happen? They break it more? Like, okay, it was already broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, well, whoops, whoops. Yeah. So, so I, you know, and I think this really kind of takes the pressure off because I think people look at Facebook groups like it's their classroom. And I think that's a mistake. Um, It's a party, man. Nobody wants to be lectured yes. at a party, but everybody wants to Everybody wants to have an aha moment. Everybody wants catharsis. Everyone yep. wants to be like, oh, I discovered this thing, it's fucking amazing, you know. And nobody like so it just I think it makes it a lot easier for you as the group owner because you don't I I write long explanation posts once a week based on or twice, no, like once a week maybe but it's based on these questions and then the experiences people are having. And then I pull it all together. Like, okay, here is the logical explanation of this whole thing. Or I'll dissect something. So I'll take, I did a breakdown of the song, I Will Survive.
0: I love it. As a,
1: as a strategic vulnerability post. So I took each line from the song. and was like, okay, at first I was afraid I was petrified. That's your point A. You know, like, and I kept going through each line, like, okay, this is this part of the strategic vulnerability post all the way down to, and I'll let you guys sing point B, I will survive. (laughs) And I had like the the gift there of Gloria Gaynor singing. And so, you know, that's my approach to writing a long form post and, you know, teaching something is like, I'm only going to lecture you if I'm pulling all this together and it's based on what you guys told me you want to understand. Or I am dissecting something for you. Right. So totally.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I freaking love it. Okay, girls. So we're going to wrap on around here. I am seriously just so blown away by all the tippets that you've shared in this episode. (laughs) So thank you seriously so much. Um, Okay. So where can we find you?
1: Tell us about all the things, all the good stuff, all the things. Well, duh, my Facebook group, (laughs) it's called rock your tribe audience building for entrepreneurs. And you can find me on Facebook, Rachel with an A. And now are you going to like include my last name? It's Spiewak. Yes, 100%. Definitely. You'll show them how to spell that. Yes, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can find, um, oh, I have a plan, launch, and grow your Facebook group masterclass. It's about 45 minutes long. It is packed with all of the fundamentals. Like if you're trying to start a group, or you started when you got kind of stuck and you're not sure what you're doing with it. It's the the fundamentals of getting that group up and running. So everything from naming it, branding it, um, all your little settings, like all little technical things, you know, how to get people the the first wave of growth, like how to get people in there initially, you know, what are you posting in there to just, just get it started and get it moving. Um, you can find that on my website um, right now for $47 at rockyourtribe.com. And what else can I tell you? Yes, I have a private membership club coming soon. So if you like my group, Rock Your Tribe, I'm creating Rock Your Tribe private club where you get all of the good stuff from my group, but plus more of me. So if you like my approach to all of this and you you like all my conceptual explanations (laughs) of this kind of stuff and you wanna be able to sit with me and um, look at your business and look at your community and put it all together, the membership is for you. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on here with me today. I super duper appreciate
0: all the goodness that you shared with me. And oh my gosh, guys, run, do not walk on over to Rachel's community. I am in there. So definitely come over and shout and say hello. And Rachel, thank you so much again for being here with me today. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Alrighty guys. Until next time, I will see you guys on the next episode. See ya.